Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Today, we have someone who's going to really help clear the air on all this producer stuff because we have one of the executive producers of all iHeartRadio podcasts. That's right. And she is Danielle Romo. Yay, I'm so happy to be scrubbing in, guys. I can't believe this is the first time, like officially. Officially, yeah. I've been on a couple times, but not like this. So we're going to set set you up for everybody that's listening. So you started as a promo assistant at iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. What year was that? 2017. And actually, technically, I was... Um, an intern for Ryan's production company before Secret, that. Oh, Ryan wow. Seacrest so, Productions. Yeah. So that was kind of how it all happened. Then you went to NBC Universal. Mm-hmm. And then you came back to iHeart mm-hmm. to oversee all of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. You married John in October of 2018. Okay. What? John. It's funny. This is actually really funny because his Instagram handle is Jay. Yeah. <laughs> it's John. I knew, I knew it was John and I'm looking at this and I'm like, I have said the wrong name. If you say Jay, if you say Jay, he thinks you're cool because his entire family calls him Jay. Oh, so it's like it's you're kind of you're kind of in. (laughs) I was like, I have called him the wrong name. So okay, uh, people call Robbie Ryan all the time because his Instagram is R Y like R Yadigar, so it's like R Y A. So everybody thinks his name is Ryan, which is very funny. Um, so they got married in 2018, 2000, this year marks 12 years together. And then you guys gave fir- 
gave birth to your first child, Mateo, on October 1st, 2023. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast is because to me, I find the idea of maternity maternity leave so wildly fascinating. And I think especially when for like a career woman like you, who you work so hard, you work day in, day out, and you've been like so career driven. And then you have a baby and then what you just like, turn off all your emails and you just go into like this abyss and then you just have to come back to it. Like I just, the whole thing, I remember when you came back from return leave, I wanted to ask you all these questions and I was like, I think this could be an interesting conversation Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Yeah, no, for sure. You just like reemerge back into your old life or at least try to. Um, But I remember Tanya came to visit me maybe when Mateo was like eight weeks old and she's like, tell me everything <laughs> she like looked into my soul and she was like how was it what what happened in the delivery like asking me all these questions I was like Tanya and another day this is for another day is this so the, day? Is the day today's the day yeah wait so I I've never even thought about the idea that you go on maternity leave do you just turn everything off you have to yeah so I, and it's not like my choice yeah. so Literally, the before you like before you deliver, you have to give HR like a date of your last day if you even know what that is. Some people don't, obviously, but once they find out that you're taking your maternity day or leave starting this day, the very that very day they completely shut off all your emails. So like you have no access to anything. Whoa. Yeah, you're just cut off, and then they tell you your coworker or your, they tell your coworkers and your boss that they can't reach out to you and about work or anything like that, and and hopefully some people like abide by that. But but it's kind of weird too because a lot of, for a lot of people your social circle is your coworkers, I, and so suddenly totally it's a silence. Yeah, like our our boss, she was like, "How how am I not going to be able to talk to you?" <laughs> but I think they do that from like a legality perspective, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So the, the day that I went on maternity leave, which was, uh, I, on a Monday and I delivered him that Saturday, um, I had no access to my emails. That was it. Bye. And I remember this with Sissony and with Patty Owens, they would come back. How many emails did you have? When oh you got back? my God. Talk about like <laughs> the day I came back from maternity leave and I turned on my emails. I just instant sweat. <laughs> like I'm one of those people that I don't leave like a notification like the red flag gives me the worst yeah. anxiety it was upwards of like 10k plus which is a big <laughs> deal for me and so I just went to October November and just deleted everything Sorry. from those two wow. months I, I didn't even look at them there was, there was no way I was going to be able to and I just focused on December and January <laughs> And that's kind of how I dealt with that. One of my emails, I have 32,000. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Instant panic. Like, that would drive me bonkers. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I'm too far gone. I just let it increase. Ride. Yeah. Yeah, just, just let, let it ride. Up. I, so, okay, I want you to be, like, super, super honest because these are thoughts that have, like, gone on in my head. <laughs> when you, obviously, after you have birth, you just care about your baby. Were you even thinking about work or like, I think a lot of women, I think, and I know some women in the industry that have gone on maternity leave, they feel like they're not threatened that they're not going to get their job back, but like scared that whoever's replacing them is doing a better job. Yeah, no, totally. All that 
goes in, goes through your brain. I think the wild and crazy thing is you have your baby and then that week after, and I don't know how it is for different states, but this is just for California. When you go on maternity leave, the way you get paid is by through state disability. And you can't file for it until you have your baby and you have to do it within 10 days of having your baby. So it's like, or I think it's 10, either it's seven or 10. So literally you have your baby and the first, the next day I was like, oh shoot, I got to file for state disability. Oh my God. <laughs> like literally that's what you have to do. And you have to get all these papers from your doctor and the hospital and like all this stuff to submit in order to get paid or, you know, to get money and survive. <laughs> So literally the first week after you're trying to deal with that and like get all your paperwork together and like send it into the state and like deal with all that kind of stuff. And then after that, you just, you know, are dealing with the baby. I would say I was really, really pleasantly surprised with myself because like you said, I for my whole life, I've been such a career focused person. I thought it was going to be really, really hard for me to step away and not be so involved but I was pleasantly surprised that like my priority completely shifted like I I didn't even think about work to be completely honest with you I had this little thing that was taking my attention for 24 hours a day Mm -hmm. seven days a week and I would say like eight weeks in I slowly started to emerge out of the fog and be like okay what's going on like what's (laughs) happening on scrubbing in you know like (laughs) let me listen to a podcast you know, you slowly start to emerge from the fog. But that f- those first eight weeks, at least for me, were just hyper-focused on trying to figure out this new reality for myself, you know? So what was it like when you come back, you, you open your email and you have all these emails and you're going mm-hmm. through it. And then it's like back to work and you still have this tiny human that you're yeah having to focus on 24-7. Yeah. How, so, what's the balance? So I will say... You know, everyone's everyone's different because some people take longer to get back to work. Some people want to get back into work right away. I took just over three and a half months of maternity leave, and that felt like really good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had friends before tell me you have to take six months or some friends like you, you know, you're going to want to go back faster or whatever. It's just so different for everybody. For me, that was a really good time. Um and I'm so fortunate that I found somebody who I really love to take care of him during mm-hmm. the week. Um, and that has been such a blessing. And the best thing to come from COVID for me is the fact that I get to work from home. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a, I have like an office at my house and, um, you know, the nanny is taking care of him during the day. But like before each nap, I go in and just like, hey, Mateo, I'm here. I love you. <laughs> Give him a kiss. Like. <laughs> You know, like just show him I'm still there Um, and then go back to work, you know, so I like get to see him all Mm -hmm. the time. And I was and also once I'm done with work, I am there, you know, I don't have Mm -hmm. to drive home in hours. So I know I'm like super fortunate in that. But I was talking to my mom and my mom, she was working in downtown L.A. when I was born. And I live I live in um, my parents lived in the valley. It would take her an hour and a half to get home from work and she would get home at 630 at night and dinner and go to bed you know and I'm just like oh my god I'm so lucky that I'm able to work from home yeah so I think 
I think for me, going back to work was very much welcomed. I was excited to mm-hmm. not talk about poopy diapers. I was excited <laughs> to like get a little bit of myself back mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just exercise a different part of my brain that I hadn't been for the last three, four months. Um, so for me, I was really excited to go back to work. But also, I think if I wasn't working from home, I would be an absolute basket case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even just being in a different room, I'm still looking at the freaking security yeah. cameras and like his like little monitor in his room. I'm like, okay, he's there. He's alive. You know, <laughs> like it's just it, as a mom, your focus like just is all he's never not in my brain. You know what I mean? Like even when I'm going out like to dinner or something like that, if I if I am able to go on a date night or something. I'm Like John has told me many times, put your phone away. I'm like, I just want to make sure he's still there. That's it, you know? But it just never goes away. Mark, this many years later. I got one going to college next year, boy. I'm looking at Life 360, making sure she's okay and where she's supposed to be. Yeah, for sure. Crazy. What is Life 360? Uh, It's um, It's an app, right? Yeah, it's a helicopter parent app that allows you to track your kids. I mean, I can get my kids and find my iPhone because we have a family plan with Apple. Um, But Life 360 tells you how fast they're going in their car. It alerts you when they arrive at their destination. Battery life too, right? Their battery life on their phone. Uh Oh, Oh Allie's at 8%. Better have her charge her phone. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, Honey's about to have this on Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? I'm like, slow down, babe. (laughs) It's creepy until it's not, right? Like, you know, it's creepy that I'm looking at my phone all the time and just looking at the the monitor. But also it's what if, you know, Mm -hmm. like what if an earthquake happens again, you want to make sure your kid's okay. You know, just those yeah. little things. And I also wonder when it's going to stop. You know, when she goes off to college, how much is my wife going to be watching oh, yeah. Life 360? And, and, and then beyond when, college, like who knows? Yeah. At some point it's got to stop, I think. Allie is drinking a beer too fast. Alert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so t- let's now Allie talk about... shotgunning. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing a keg stand at oh, the moment. Okay. Right, that's enough now. It was funny once. <laughs> uh, uh, we, hit a, we hit a soft spot. Uh, okay, I want to talk about the actual birth. Okay, oof. I know. What do you want to know? I feel like you're going to tell it to us. Like, yeah. This feels like something we should come back for. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists. Like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just 
just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero. My shero. Yeah. Shero, for my shero. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. All right, we're back. So Tanya's ready to get into... I want to know the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Because I feel like every time I watch somebody on Instagram that's like having a baby, it's like, what's in my hospital bag? And it's like (laughs) these cute little outfits and like this lipstick and stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't seem to me like it's actually the reality of what's going on. So like, give us the real deal. Like, what are you packing? Like, what did you need to pack for the hospital did you rip like all the stuff? I mean, I, yeah, no, I'll, I'll tell it all to you. So I, I kind of went into birth a little half, like half backwards. Like I was crossing my, the thought of labor petrified me. Me too. And I was crossing my fingers that my son would be breached so that I can have a C-section. Wow. Like I literally was like, please. people don't want a C-section. I know, right? I know exactly. That's my point. But for me, I was just like, please, like, please make me have to have a C-section. Like the, I just wanted to go in and know the day that I was going to deliver and that I'm having surgery and, and all that kind of stuff. And I do know that that is uh, like a treacherous path like that is the women that have gone through c-sections it is a recovery and a recovery and a half it's just so gnarly but for me and my ocd brain like i liked the fact of okay this is the date that you go in and you know whatever so uh, three weeks before 
my due date, my doctor was like, if he doesn't flip by this time, then we're going to have to have a C-section. I was like, okay, great. Like, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Um, I go into that appointment and he freaking flipped. And she was like, you can have a natural birth. We're so excited. Isn't this amazing? And I just looked at her. I was like, oh my gosh, no. (laughs) Like this. But um, looking back on it, Go so I went into I went into labor being completely terrified and it didn't help that he was almost a week late. So I had like all these I was just ready for it mm-hmm. to just happen already and just kept waiting, kept waiting, kept waiting, kept waiting. Um when it came to the actual labor, um it was it was gnarly. I'm not gonna lie. Like it was the whole like contractions and all that kind of stuff. I went into the hospital and um, my nurse was, she was like, okay, well, you're, you know, just under four centimeters dilated. Do you want an epidural? And I was like, yeah, I want an epidural. Like, give it to me now. <laughs> so she's like, okay, great. She's like, it takes about 30 minutes for them to come, you know, come to your room. So just hang in there. I'm like, okay. Um, she comes back 30 minutes later and she is literally scrubbed head to t- like, she's in scrubs head to toe, like hairnet on like the full thing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's going to tell me I'm going to have to have an emergency C-section. Like, why is she? She literally looked like she was in a hazmat suit. And she was like, okay, Danielle, um, a little bit of bad news. You're going to have to wait for an epidural. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) She's like, we have two emergencies on the floor right now that the anesthesiologist has to cater to. So you're going to have to wait. Like, you're not an emergency. So I waited two hours for an epidural. And for our listeners that are listening right now that have gone through this. I went from four centimeters to just about six centimeters without an epidural. And that is gnarly. Like (laughs) women that have had, that have natural births without any kind of drugs or anything like that. Like I tip my hat off to you. You are miracle women in my eyes. Like, oh my goodness. But the second I got the epidural, I was flying high. Like, <laughs> it was great. I was cracking jokes with any nurse that came in. Like, I was just like, today's the best day ever. It also helped that like, my anesthesiologist was like the cutest oh. ever. I was like, it's lovely. Um, he was really cute. Wait, I even, I even told you, John, I was like, he's so cute. Did you feel the, the epidural needle? Honestly, I didn't. I Whoa. didn't. But I think because I was having such bad contractions that... Nothing was more painful than that. People feel that needle. It's like this big. The needle into your spine. It's huge. <laughs> it's massive. I, I didn't feel anything. But that tells you how much pain yeah. the contractions are that you don't feel the needle yeah. into your spine. Didn't feel anything. Uh, Nothing. Sorry to go back. Why did you go to the hospital in the first place? Did your water break? Oh, um, so I had a scheduled induction. Um, and so our plan was always to go to the hospital that day, but I ended up going into labor that morning mm. the, of my, the, of my scheduled induction date. So yeah, that's why. You're just feeling the contractions. Yeah. The water didn't break. It was, no, it didn't break. No. By, by the way, just a side little story. My wife, when she got her epidural, uh, it was a, a, an older doctor training a younger doctor on how oh, to no. do an epidural and it didn't take. That's <gasps> not you don't want anybody training to do anything. No. Training? No, Can't you trainee. say, like, I don't want a training? Well, we thought, as people know what they're doing. We'd never had a baby before, and so uh, it didn't work. And so she <sighs> felt everything. They came back and did it again later, but very quickly after that, they we went into the... They they removed us from wherever we were into a different room. She felt everything, is what I'm trying to say. No. For the first one, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Dang is right. 
I'd be so mad. <laughs> she wasn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> but some people that get the epidural, it just doesn't work on them either. Like that is a very real thing. Because they're like so hard, like they can take or it. Or it just doesn't them. hit the right nerve. I don't know. But but yeah, like in Mark's wife's case. Can you, can you describe what a contraction feels like? Where does it like where, compared where to cramps? All, like where all does it hurt? Like it depends what stage you're in. In the beginning, it's like your cramps times 10 and then they just get worse and then your back gets involved. And when your back gets involved, it's like all hell breaks loose. That's when it hurts so bad because it's not only that cramp that you're, you're used to feeling in like your uterus, but it's also your entire back. Like just so ill. Think of like a muscle spasm, like yeah. like all of that in your lower back and your in in your uterus, just all of that area. And it's because the baby's like coming down into yeah, the, oh. and putting so much pressure. I feel mm-hmm. weak. Feel yeah, weak. it's so <laughs> yeah. gnarly. Yeah. Like, did you? But when you when it happened, were you like, I just did that? <laughs> so there's a couple <laughs> funny things because I had my mom and my husband with me and. I love my mom so much. And if she listens to this, I, I'm saying this with like all <laughs> all love in my heart. I love you so much. And thank you so much for being there for me. She was like, I almost cussed her out. I'm <laughs> 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 not going to lie. She was, I, I had one guideline for both of them. Like, don't look below. Like, don't look. You're paying attention to me. Don't look down there. Like, please. <laughs> The doctor, she, the doctor was like, oh, your baby has hair. And my mom literally was like, oh, my God. And just like totally looked down there. I'm like, oh, so that was that was strike number one. Strike number two. She was um, like this was like game time, like pushing hard. A baby is almost out. And I look over my mom's texting and I'm like, Yolanda, who <laughs> Are you texting? That is more important than me right now. And she's like, everyone's just asking me what's going on. I just want to give them updates. I was like, I don't care about them. Put your phone away. Like, you are not allowed to have your phone. Um, And then after that, it was fine. But she was in charge of taking photos. And oh, my God, John, when we look at my camera roll, John and I are just we just cry laughing because. They're the most unflattering <laughs> in the entire world. I look like I'm miserable, which I was, and about to die. Like it was just, uh, but at the end of the day, like I'm so, I'm so happy I had my mom there because yeah. when I got the epidural, um, or right before, um, cause you're, you're allowed to like keep pressing for your yeah. epidural. <laughs> I think I got to the point where I had too much in me and I just started like shaking uncontrollably and that was really scary. And John was like, is she okay? Is she having a seizure? Like, I just like had no control of my limbs. Um, and that happened to my mom. So my mom oh. was like, this is just a reaction to the epidural. Everything's fine. This happened to me. So, you know, having mm-hmm. having her there who had gone through it was very comforting. Oh my yeah, because that would freak me out too. I mean, if yeah. I started shaking, I'd be like, what's happening to me? Am I?" And you also like, you can feel, but you can't feel at the yeah. same time, you know? So you're like all these limbs that I can't feel are just shaking and you're just, you know, you're just waiting for this little kid to pop out. But yeah. <laughs> Damn. I know. I know. But then he came and he was luckily like no complications. The, the one thing that was scary, um, you know, right before 
right before you're about to push, the doctor's like, okay, you know, like a couple more pushes and he's there. And all these like nurses just come rushing in. And there's like these like eight strangers in the room that you've never seen before, just looking at your hoo-ha and just like (laughs) (laughs) standing by, just nodding their heads. And, you know, they're there just in case anything happens to, you know, check all the things like the breathing and his vitals and all that kind of stuff. Um, But then, yeah, once the baby comes out, they that was just like a complete rush he was plopped right on top of my chest. And again, I'm shaking so bad that like, I'm just like trying to hold on, but also completely enamored that like, you know, and, and I just remember John being like, he has your feet. I'm like, Oh my God, he has my feet. You know, just like the weirdest things. Like you just start to notice. Um, and that was just surreal because there's all these just people running around, like just making sure, you know, like one nurse was like sucking mucus out of his nose and, Another one was wiping him off. While all this, while like on top of and my then chest. And what are they doing to you? So your legs are so Just open. Yeah, your legs are still open. You still have to d- deliver your placenta. So like that was another push that I like. Within 20 minutes, you usually deliver your placenta. So you're not done with your birth Wait, at all. What? You yeah. have to push out the placenta. Yeah. Do you guys want to see what it looks Does like? Does it hurt? No, it doesn't. That doesn't hurt because it's just this like slimy thing. <laughs> you eat, do you eat that? Or people eat that, right? People no, they do. They like, yeah. yeah, they like dry it did out. Did you do that? I didn't. No, no but I did I take a picture Eastern of it. Mark I'm so curious how it tastes. Oh, no, you well, don't. I can't even tell like you. That. You put it in pills. Oh, you don't just like fry it up. <laughs> no, no. Tonight I'm right. having placenta. How about you? Uh, no, it's like these like little capsules that they can like make turn it into and stuff. Yawn. Yeah. But like, but to that point, you're you know you have you have this like baby on top of you and you're trying to you know just understand what just happened to you and while this is all happening your doctor is still delivering your placenta if you tore they're stitching you up um and also like you have a nurse that's just like digging into your like into your uterus and like just taking all the because they have to get all the the stuff out so like they're just like basically like massaging but really it's like somebody is like really pushing into your abdomen to get all the and stuff out. that didn't out. hurt because you were at the epidural still? It, I, you felt it. It was it, like that super. That hurt my wife real bad. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, super, like it, it was a lot of pressure, but I, I was just so overwhelmed. Like I had this one nurse, like really digging into my stomach, my doctor stitching me up. I have the baby on top of me. They're trying to like make me breastfeed the baby you know, just start that. They're just checking his vitals. They're checking my vitals. Like all this stuff is happening. It's a big tornado of just chaos, but it's also so beautiful at the same time. You know, at that, at that moment, you're holding your baby. Like, right. You know, that is so wild. (laughs) Okay, so you get home. By the way, your faces aren't great either. I'm sorry. You two might actually have to do this one day. I will, God willing, do this very soon. So that's why I'm like asking all the questions because I don't believe what I see on Instagram. Yeah. And oh my gosh, like when Sophia Richie announced that she was pregnant and had that photo shoot, I'm like, God bless her. She looks so beautiful. I did not look like that a day in my pregnancy. Yes, you did. We no, saw were gorgeous. But I, like what you see on Instagram, no. I mean, even like back to the your question about the hospital bag, I followed, I 
followed like so many influencers that had all these things where you should put in your, your hospital bag <laughs> and I did it, did it all. I even took a pink Himalayan salt lamp because I heard that's oh like, <laughs> which by the way, Wait, for, that for everyone listening, that was probably my favorite thing I packed. I would, I would actually highly encourage that because instead of, you know, those like bright white mm. lights in the room being on, we had like a pink glow in our room. It was nice. Relaxing. It was very relaxing. <laughs> that sounds so unnecessary. It was amazing. It was honestly probably the best thing I packed. I did not touch any, like even um, they have a, a going home outfit for your baby, a going home outfit for mom. I said, screw the going outfit for my mom, for, for me. I'm just wearing the most comfortable shirt I can find. Um, and same with my baby. I didn't even put the baby in a going home outfit. I just like ditched all of that. <laughs> just all of it. Just get us home. Get us home. Yeah. Get us home. What was yeah. your comfort? What What was your comfort like thing that you did while you were home? So like when he was sleeping and you were resting, were you watching TV shows? Were you reading? What oh, were you doing? Oh my God. I was, I'm a Bravo freak and <laughs> I was behind months like I think I just slowly started watching shows again um honestly nothing really I like I can't there wasn't there wasn't like tv I was watching or anything like that it it's kind of crazy you're like sucked into this vortex where 24 hours a day is is you're doing something you've never done before you know so like whether it's breastfeeding or changing a diaper or just trying to get sleep. Like I honestly, the comfort was like trying to get some sleep, Yeah, you know, like really when you're not fully focused on this kid, like either my husband or I were taking turns just sleeping. Oh, yeah. Man. The sleep part feels overwhelming. Yeah. I have, have, are y'all in a routine now where he's sleeping? Like, are you getting sleep? Now? Yeah. Okay. God bless. He's sleeping through the <laughs> night. He's sleeping through the night and he's great and he he goes down around like seven thirty and wakes up around six. So I mean what a dream. Yeah. So he's dream. Who are the people like that you followed or books that you read or like Instagram people that you followed or podcasts that you listened to that actually you feel like gave you good tips on pregnancy, yeah, birth. Um, I have this book, um, Moms on Call and people that have babies will automatically know what that is. And if you don't get their book, um, I, it's basically this like tiny book that it, it, okay, your baby has a fever. This is what you do. You know, like no Mm -hmm. frills, nothing. It's just a little baby guide. And it also has, you know, sleep schedules, things like that to try to get your baby on routine. And I just follow that religiously and I, I swear by it. Um, there are, um, some, uh, some Instagram, uh, actually, one of this this one girl, she's right here in Studio City. Um, let me, I want to get her Instagram right. Wilder Beginnings. Um, she had her baby the day after me. Oh, wow. so um, I have been following her, and she just is not your Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. She just shows you that her baby didn't sleep through the night is throwing up all over her, has a rash, you know, like all the things that are actually happening mm-hmm. to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she just, there's no filter. It's just all her and what's actually happening in their lives. And that, you know, was really helpful for me because for a second, and we can talk about this, but like the one, the one, I would say when I, the one thing I was the most worried about going into maternity leave was 
having postpartum depression that was Mm -hmm. the one thing I was like oh my god I feel like I'm gonna get that like I don't know why I was just very anxious about getting that um I was pleasantly surprised that I the second he was born I immediately gravitated towards my baby and that's not the case for a lot of people um so I felt that love there and I was very very much drawn to him I loved being a mom I loved the new normal I loved how my life has shifted like that I wasn't um, mourning the loss of my old life. But the one thing that was like incredibly hard for me that was not on my bingo card um, is when my husband went back to work. Mm. I was so not ready for that. Um, For a month, that first month, which is the hardest month, you, you know, you're trying to get used to having a baby and get used to feeding and all that kind of stuff. Um, was honestly kind of fine for me because I had my partner and it was a teamwork mentality, you know, okay, you do the diaper, I'll, I'll do the feed, you go to sleep, I'll go, you know, it was just very much like I had my partner in this and we were tackling it together and it was amazing and we're just trying to figure this out, the, you know, the chaos of it all. But the second he went back to work, I felt very left behind. Um, I could get like emotional talking about it. But it was like the one the one time in like the pregnancy and the maternity leave where I felt that like it was just me and and I knew that wasn't the case. I knew I had my husband, I knew I could call my mom, I knew I had my son and all that kind of stuff, but I felt like he went back to work and he got himself back a little bit mm-hmm. and I was still just in the trenches by myself. Mm-hmm. And that was like really hard for me. Um, and I think during that time you expect your partner to be like a mind reader and like to <laughs> yeah. to understand what's going on and like, oh yeah, I need to give Danielle some kind of love or whatever. But we fell into this like routine where he would come home from work and I'd be like, oh God, I'm so tired. I'm like, you sure aren't tired? I'm tired. <laughs> you know, or like, or... um you know, like just being having that anxiety if something were to happen when I'm watching him by myself, it's on me. Right. You know, so you felt this you feel this like overwhelming sense of like pressure, but also like pressure by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so we had to have this like had to have we had a conversation. I was like, look, th- th- I'm struggling right mm-hmm. now. Like. I feel very alone. I feel very left behind. I feel like you're finally getting back to, you know, you're having conversations with normal people and (laughs) you're socializing. You get to go out of the house. You get to put on an outfit, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but like here I am. I could barely take it. If I even get to take a shower, get to take a shower. I'm eating with one hand 24 seven because you only have one hand because you're carrying the baby in the other hand. Like naps are not a thing, you know, like when they're napping, you're pumping or washing your bottles or, you know, whatever. Like there's no break for mom at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just made me realize like for everyone that's a stay at home mom that is listening right now, your job never ends. It is 24 seven. And I literally want to give you guys the biggest hug because it's the hardest job out there. Oh my God, beyond. Hardest job is being a stay-at-home mom. 
Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my shero. Yeah. Shero, for my shero. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. How 
how long was that time that so John went back to work? Yeah. And then how long were you until you went back to work? Two more months? Yeah. So he went back to work a month after. And then, yeah, it was about like two, two and a half months. But then when yeah. you finally opened up to him and like told him how he, you were feeling, how did you guys work yeah. on that? So I told him I was just like, I feel like my only identity is taking care of him, which I'm more than happy to do. But like, I am so resentful and so jealous that you get to do something mm -hmm. else and still get to be Mateo's dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like I'm only Mateo's mom right now. Like that's mm -hmm. all I am. Like, cause at that point you're not clear to work out. You're not clear to, you know, do a lot of things. So, um, once I got cleared to work out, that was kind of like my thing. So John would get home from work. No questions asked. He had to take the baby for an hour. Mm -hmm. Like no questions asked. Get home. Here's the baby. I'm going on a walk. I'm going on a run. I'm doing something for myself. So that was like my one rule that when I got or when he got home from work, I needed to do something mm -hmm. just for Danielle. Just, you know, whatever that meant, I had to do it for my own mental sanity. Um, and even if that just meant watching TV, yeah, you know, like yeah. whatever, just something where I can just do it by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, another rule that we had was if I'm nursing the baby, if I'm changing his diaper, whatever, you need to do something else to let the work like be done. Like that sounds weird, but like if I'm putting down the baby, wash the bottles yeah. so that once I'm done putting down the baby, we can watch TV together. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like the job's not done until both of our jobs yeah. are done. Like lighten the load while I'm doing one thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a that was like another turning point for us. Like the second I put down the baby, I like I wanted to be able to just like be done. just having some rest and not having to go into the kitchen and make the bottles for the next day or clean all the bottle parts or the pumping parts, you know, that kind of stuff. Like coming back out and having a clean kitchen mm -hmm. was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just glad that you have a partner that once you, I, I, I know that feeling of like when I'm expecting Haley to read my mind of yeah. like, she should know that I need a little extra something. And like knowing that you have a partner that you, once you communicated that, that it was like, here, here's well what received. I need. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also like, I'm going to make this time for me and I need you to like be my teammate. Yeah. You know? Totally. And it was like this like weird guilt because I acknowledged that I was jealous of the fact that he was he was able to be outside of the house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And for me, I'm like, I'm a new mom. I should love this. You know, like I should yeah. love like uh, being around him 24 seven. And I do. But at a certain point, you also need time for yourself. Yeah. And he was getting that eight hours a day. Yeah. And I wasn't, Yeah. you know, and yeah. he's like, I'm exhausted. And you're yeah. like, I've. I'm so excited. And it's like again, it end. and again, he's valid to be tired. Yeah, totally. Right? Like he also wasn't sleeping at night and had yeah. to go to work. But you don't say that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong audience. Text your friend. <laughs> yeah. No. I yeah. I always say I think that being a, a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job that someone could have. Like oh my I God. even Yawn. when I used to nanny, I would, you know, nanny for eight hours and then they'd come home and I'd go back to my you know yeah life and it was it's so exhaust they weren't my kids but it was exhausting and i'm like if if it's just you and them my sister yeah has five kids yeah <laughs> she's, she's a stay-at-home so mom wild. and my <sighs> mom did too and i was like 
how do you not like yeah she's a teacher now i'm like how are you around kids anymore i'd be like <laughs> i'm done i'm done <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i'm just like so impressed and wild by you because i feel like you are such a grounded person and I feel like you're patient and you were made to be a mom, but you're also Aww. such a successful career woman. And I'm so happy you have an amazing partner and you've like navigated this with so much grace and honesty too, and vulnerability, yeah. because I do think we see on Instagram and I think more than ever, social media is you're hearing more about the real parts more than ever, but it still can look very glossy no and that's why like I really was excited to have you on because I think I mean I've known you forever and mm -hmm. I just feel like I really value you I value what you say what you've done because I just feel like you are all those things like you're a great person you're a great mom you're a great worker and so I just like was really interested to hear kind of your story and like learn from you um but I also want to know if you could go do anything differently would you do something different mm. and what would it be I don't think I would do anything differently, but I would just want to remind myself that each day is a new day. So if you had the most am amazing day with your baby, everything is going to right according to plan exactly how you want it to happen. And then the next day it doesn't, it's okay. You know, a baby mm -hmm. is a baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, I think that was the one thing that I was like, so hard on myself. What did I do today that didn't make Mateo sleep on time? Or like, you know, I was just like constantly second guessing everything. Like, why is today such a bad day? Some, some days babies have bad days. Mm -hmm. Some days they don't want to go down for their nap. Sometimes they don't want to eat when you want them to eat. Like, that was the one thing I just realized is like, they're never going to be on my schedule and I have to be okay with that. Yeah. You know, but just, you know, you are thankful for the good days but also don't be hard so hard on yourself on the bad days. Mm -hmm. It's all just a constant journey and you just take take it day by day. That's it. Does I, Mateo have a nook or a binky pacifier? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a tip only because my wife came up with this and it's so genius. Did you and take it really it away? helped us out. Yes, but I'm getting to that. Oh. So what, what she did was because in the crib, my daughter would lose the, what do you call it? Uh, we call it a chupi. Okay. <laughs> She would lose the choopy in the corners of the mattress. Yeah. And then she'd get up and cry and scream till we came in. She also had a lovey. Does he have a lovey? He doesn't have one yet, but we we have them. We, he just, yeah. he hasn't gravitated. So the lovey is a little teddy bear head on the blanket, yeah. a little blanket mm -hmm. with a teddy bear head on it. And so she tied the, what is it? Choopy? Choopy, yeah. She tied the choopy to the corner, to one of the corners of the blanket on the lovey. That way it's not going to get stuck down the mattress. And so we'd see her on the, on the monitor. You know they have those now? Where, oh, they're built like that Well, the, the pacifiers have like a stuffed animal attached to it. Oh, we should have <laughs> yeah. had that. We'd be a million-dollar <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we'd see her. We'd look around for it, and then she'd find the stuffed animal, and then she'd go corner, corner. There it is. Pop back in her mouth and go right back to sleep without bothering anybody. Yeah. But the great thing is then when it was time to give up the choopy, it wasn't about her giving up the choopy, lovey. It's time for lovey to give Aww, up the choopy. Oh, that's so cute. And you need to be there for lovey to help him through this. And it was a very smooth process with both kids because if you do it that way, it just seemed to work much better. So new moms is my wife's 100% credit, totally her idea, and it worked so beautifully. That's How smart. old were they when they got when they started three? three. Oh, dark. Yeah. We're Feels early. Feels early, huh? Yeah. Well. We're trying to transition him to his own room right now, which. I think this weekend it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're in the room with you? 
Yeah, they yeah, they stay in like a bassinet or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, how has the dog handled the shift of attention? <laughs> so Boots is 16 years old. Or no, 15, sorry. He's 15 years old. Um, he could care less. Oh, wow. Yeah, ba- he looks at the baby. Sometimes he'll sniff him <laughs> and sometimes he'll give him a little lick and then just walks away <laughs> and <just laughs> minds his own business. We were actually really nervous about him like when we were to bring the baby home and the crying how he was going to adjust to that he just kind of like buries himself into his bed and just like it's like okay here we are (laughs) yeah he just you know looks and gives him some attention but keeps his keeps his distance he's like this isn't this isn't mine to take care of (laughs) (laughs) i'm still i'm the oldest baby yeah exactly (laughs) well danielle we love you thank you you so much much for scrubbing in thank you for steering this ship Mm -hmm. and so many podcasts so many podcasts which one's your favorite scrubbing in (laughs) what just for people who don't know like what are like name some of the podcasts because i feel like people listen to multiple people know her from i am all in she is an actual personality on I Am All In Gilmore Girls Rewatch you Podcast. You don't need to listen Scott to that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. She's, she's on it and she's excellent on it. No, we do like Drama Queens and Pod Meets World. Um, I Am Paris. Uh, what else? Easton, help me. Um, Bethany Frankel's Suckers. play shows. Suckers. Um, there's a lot. Busy. We have a busy group of people in this room. Wind down with this, Janet Kramer. Oh, wind down with OMG. Amy and TJ. When Amy Sugarman and Easton and I were involved at the beginning when we started these podcasts in 2017. And a couple of years later, did you start when? 19 you came back? Yeah, 19. And Amy said to me, guess who's coming back to work on the podcast? And I said, I have no idea. She goes, no, you have to guess. I said, well, how am I going to guess? I don't know. And Amy goes, who's our favorite person? And I said, Danielle Rose coming back to the podcast? And I sure had, enough. I had asked Amy for a referral for a different job. Oh. And she was like, are you looking for a job? And I was I'm looking for this job. And she's like, well, I have a different job. I'm like, okay. And here I am. Here she is in all her glory. We're very grateful for you. Thank you for sharing. And we love you. We're so proud of you and happy for you. And thank you. you. Yeah, we love you so much. Love you. And we love you guys. Have a great weekend. Be back next week. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse.
Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 